0: So how the format of this is gonna work? Uh, I will be asking a series of questions uh, based on topics. Uh, from those topics, whoever wants to chime in a little bit of something, they can feel free. Or if not, or avoid it, that's totally fine. Or put your spouse on the spot. That uh, that works as well. Uh, but with first, why don't we just uh, yeah introduce yourself and yeah how long have you been at FCBC? Wow,
1: well, I didn't think it'd be that hard. <laughs>
2: Okay, um, I'm Lester, um, how long have you been at IT? Um, so, I mean, we've been at IT actually for <laughs> actually, seven or eight years now actually. Um, and FCBC for, I don't know, when were you in junior high? Right. <laughs> so, so, how old are you? So, how old I don't know, you know. It before
1: we went to college. Junior high. Well, we, we, we went to college anyway, in so
2: 2011. <laughs>
0: Joyce Lack and I'm MC Wester Lack. Oh, turn on the mic. Turn on oh, the mic. Oh,
3: okay. Or top left. Is
4: this
1: better? Uh, <laughs> Is this better?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we <go>. yeah, okay. <laughs> what were the other questions? Oh, no, just how. Uh, yeah. you, you're your husband.
5: <laughs> so I'm Karen. I've been at STPC for three years. Um, for IT, six
6: months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very blessed. Okay, my name is Alice Chin, and uh, so I <laughs> 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 That's okay. I'll try to project my voice. So I'm Alice, and I've been FCBC Walnut since 1997. Wow, do the math. And uh, I've been IT for the past, oh my lord, seven years? Well,
3: well, actually, we were the original mentors back when IT was first established. Then we went in church play and then we came back, and John Tito asked us to um, resume our, our role as mentors. So we wow. said yes. Awesome.
0: Alright, so you know a little bit, but we're gonna go in a little bit even more. So, yeah, I like to have fun questions first. So we're gonna have a fun question. Uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream and wine? What
6: if the husband and the wife guess with the other person? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go first. first. Alright, so I was gonna guess. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> All the way, chocolate. Is that right? <laughs> of course
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it is>. yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay. Right. What's my favorite? I have no
0: clue. <laughs> 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 this is just the first question, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should share yours or if you know your husband's favorite.
5: Uh, Chocolate and he'll eat whatever I order. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> hey, just say she's
2: a CEO, guys, all right? Um, I think he's more of a sherbert sure. um, ice cream. That's yeah. probably like 10 or 70. Okay.
1: What is yours? <laughs> <laughs> you don't
2: learn from this too much if you really
1: like
2: have
6: one 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 one. ice cream. It very
2: kind of <laughs> sensitive. But back when I was younger, it
4: was 31 flavors, peppermint, but
1: ribbon. Oh,
4: wow. How are you know, supposed to memorize that? It. Yeah, so I know. So it was one of the 31 <laughs> original
0: flavors. The robins? Basket
1: yeah.
0: It took me a while to see Basket Robin's. It actually says 31 in the name. Mm-hmm. It took a yeah, long I mean, time. It had
4: like pistachio in it. So I would say without it, just plain pistachio. Awesome. Okay, all right. All right. Oh,
6: that's- just as a know, my favorite ice cream is cookies and cream. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like awesome.
0: you're awesome. all the this. You <laughs> have all of IT watching. All right, mm-hmm. we'll go into it. All right, so this first question, uh, we're, the topic we'll be going into is about mentoring. So uh, first question is, uh, if you're mentoring, yeah, what is your mentoring style or preference? and how would you describe your mentoring style in relation to your personality? So if you're mentoring, obviously, uh, you can answer this if, if not, then fine. Yeah, what's your personality, your style? and is your mentoring style reflect your personality?
4: Um, okay, I'm currently mentoring two people, two girls. Um, my style is more casual. Um, I like to meet face-to-face. I'm very relational, <clears throat> live your life together. Like we, we, we journey together, we share each other's Um, ups and downs, I'm actually mentored myself, so I feel it's really important to have someone who's traveled through life a little bit ahead of me, and some who are behind me, I can tell them all the mistakes I've gone through and what to avoid, so I'm very, um, like a big sister, more or less. I don't want to say I'm more like a parent, although sometimes I do hear myself probably saying things that they hear from their (coughs) parents, because they're probably close to my age, but it just really comes from a a place of of love and care, so that's that's my style. Thank you.
3: You you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Okay, Okay, well I think um, it depends on the person that I'm mentoring. Um, You can ask Calvin, because he's one of my mentees. uh, I, I tend to try to keep it as casual as possible, but, I mean, if the person does desire to have something a little bit more formal, then we'll delve into that. But I feel learning out of a book is one thing, but that's only a small part of life and that <coughs> it's better that they just ask, ask away the questions as to what they're going through or what, uh, what, what, what my opinion is on a given subject that they're dealing with. I think it's uh, far more beneficial for them and then I can impart something from scripture or impart something that God taught me if I've gone through the same thing. I think it's far more, it's more conducive, I
5: think. it um, depends? Depends on who, ask me. Um, Is fellow business owners, um, then I uh, probably will set some goals, there's some accountability that has to go on, um, and then we define what do we want to achieve out from the relationship. Sure. How can I help them? How can I sponsor a champion for them in the areas that I can reach? Um, there's also some casual ones that I mentor with um, that are a lot younger than me, more like your age. Um, those are more casual, um, overeating, drinking a lot of coffees. Um, those situations, most of the time, I listen. And then uh, when they want advice or thoughts, I'll chime in. So that's another side. I also have mentors, they are older than me. Um, again, they set goals for me and there's accountability. Mm-hmm. What I needed to reach, what have I reached, usually um, I'll meet them once a year. Sometimes they fly over to East Coast or whatever. Um, but yes, it's face to face, and those are pretty serious, but it helps me grow a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. So you guys are all saying, I mean, kind of mentioned, along with mentoring down, you also have a mentor up as well. You would encourage that too? Awesome. All right. Uh, another question in regards. Oh uh, yeah. So are you open to mentoring anyone now? I mean, uh, or if you know people that are open to mentoring people here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to look for a mentor, and you're a lady, talk to Auntie Karen. Okay. Uh, next topic. Let's talk about FCBC Walnut. Uh, how did you come to FCBC Walnut and why did you decide
6: to come here and not another church? I'll start. Uh, I came because my sister, uh, she was giving her testimony to, uh, to get baptized and join the church uh, at the prayer meeting. So she invited me to come, and I came. And that's where I accepted the Lord Jesus and uh, as my personal Savior, and that's where I started this journey um, of just being his disciple. And why did I come here? Because I came... Of course, because my sister and her roommate. Um, but I came. I also discover how much God uh, really has this plan for me. Um, I was a business major, but uh, ever since I came to church here, I started serving in nursery and preschool. And eventually, I I joined the uh, teacher training program. That's where I dis- discovered how God really spiritually just gifted me in with teaching gifts, yes. and that's where I just really um, start developing my relationship with sisters here, brothers here, and just uh, um, a passion for um, reaching into the next generations with, um, for the purpose of um, the gospel. Okay. And I met him, I brought him here.
0: So you had a marriage right? No, No. Oh, we were, wait, how'd you bring him? Oh, you were dating? We
3: were dating. We were dating. Yeah. And I was, in, I was looking for a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle's church was out in West LA, and it was a bit of a drive, and I never really felt at home at his church. So I was looking and looking and looking. And then when Alice and I started dating, she invited me here. And I remember Pastor Jackson was, the, was, was preaching. And when he was preaching, it really resonated with me and everything that he was saying. So um, so with that, I said, okay, I think I want to start coming here more often. Eventually, I, I wound up staying. So
0: and the drive was easier.
3: Yeah. So
2: <laughs> to
0: win? <clears throat>
2: um, we... Came here to FCBC, um, probably our motivation at the time was because as our kids were growing up, um, we were bringing them here for RAs and GAs and basketball and things like that. We were going to a a neighborhood church in Pomona at the time, but we wanted to stay with a local church. Um, Our kids really loved the fact it was a Chinese church, and so because of that reason we made the jump to stay here. Um, We knew about the church because we had friends and family that were going here at the time. So we have not only just uh, found that you're going to decide to stay here at that time and, and to this point, because just the opportunities to serve, also the opportunities mm-hmm. to learn, um, the teaching, the preaching, and a lot of the friends here. So um, it, it was just a, an evolution of being in the neighborhood and getting the opportunities that we see around here. Mm-hmm. And I admit, it, it was basically for our children at the start. You're so
5: Thank lucky, you, Um My kids to used to go to Mandarin Baptist Church in Hamburg. And uh, I went to a church in Arcadia. Uh, one day she said, Mom, can we worship together the one roof? And so we've gone here. Uh, part of this is because of Matthew and his mom bending uh, into this church a few times. Um, so it's a natural roof and it's an easier drive.
0: Drive, guys. It's about the drive. No, I'm just <laughs> that helps a lot. My drive is like, what, seven minutes? I love it. All right, thank you guys. All right, the next topic we're gonna go to is the how can we or how should we question. So these questions we're asking for advice of how you do something or how should we do or approach a certain topic. So uh, first question is, um, how do we care for those who are hurting, whether it's short-term or long-term suffering? I feel like I always either say, I'll be praying for you or I'm sorry you're going through that, but is there something more I can be doing intentionally?
3: Well, I would suggest praying with them on the spot. Um, whenever you meet up, always um, bring up the issue or um, problem they're, they're, they're going through. How's that been going? What's the, what's the latest on that? And pray with them on the spot. I mean, you don't have to be uh, gushing out with, uh, with, with, uh, with um, emotion or whatnot. Just show the genuine love and care that you would have for them. If uh, if they are truly um, close to you and friends, close friends of yours, I mean, you you would do whatever you can to try and comfort them in their time of need. So that's what I would do.
6: And I think that on top of that, uh, one thing that I I always would like to uh, do is to just text the person. If I know the person well, I know that person maybe is suffering or I heard about it. Um, I would just approach that person, and uh, of course, I need to hear him or her out and see what he or she is going through. And I do see the benefits, especially just the way that um, when we just when I just text that person, you know, I feel like you know uh, when I pray for that person, I can text that person and just to see how he's doing. In this case, I would text to a sister. I'm sorry, not a brother, but a sister. A sister. Right. So that <laughs> very careful with that. So uh, text a sister and just see how she's doing and care mm-hmm. for her and. Um, just checking with her, you know, periodically, uh, just to see how she's doing, and uh, just get more um, up to date of prayer requests and how to pray for her more specifically. Yeah.
4: I have some thoughts that I jotted down.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay.
4: Um, there are a lot of things to consider. Um, like your relationship with that person. I mean, it would be different like if that person, um, is someone that is your coworker versus someone you just met like in line behind at a grocery or something, but you hear sometimes their story um, and how do you, you could tell that they're suffering. So I think, um, and also if you know that they're a believer or not, I think it might affect how you might approach that person, but I feel like you have the Holy Spirit Within you, you will be sensitive to that person's needs. Um, maybe it might be just words of encouragement um, or acknowledging his or her pain. You know, maybe you empathize with them. You might have gone through something like that, or you knew someone who went through that. Um, maybe all all that person needs, yeah, is is words of encouragement. Um, and if you wanted to take a step further, you could pray with them, like Ray mentioned, and or offer actionable. Uh, services like logistics, maybe you're finding that they're suffering, they lost, you know, someone who drives them to somewhere, and mm-hmm. if you know that person well, you can maybe, you know, offering mm-hmm. services that helps that situation that they're mm-hmm. going through.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So those were just some of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I
0: like that the practicality along with, mm-hmm. yeah, just mm-hmm. praying on the spot, but also um, mm-hmm. taking that extra step or that text, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I generally like getting texts like, hey, I'm praying for you. I think that makes my day. I, one brother did that for me today, and I was going through a bad day. And it just lifted up my spirit. So, yeah, I think it's something we can all do. All right, next question I want to ask. Uh, since we don't know when God is coming back and he can return any moment, how should we approach life or live out our days since most of us live by routine or like going to work or school and then coming home? So how should we live our lives?
5: Like tomorrow is not here. Um, I plan it out. I always plan on my, my week and um, try to pack as much as I can. Um, but also leave some rooms for myself to reflect. You know, is that what have I done today? Um, did I make something different for the next generation or the next people that come along? Well? That's important to me. Um, so every day that is something that I reflect on. I do have a paper planner.
6: So I do check it off. So that's how I see it. And yeah. well, I usually start my day with. Um, <laughs> it sounds funny, but when I even if I get out of bed or I wake up, I would just really um, just just communicate with God. Just say, no, oh, Lord, you know this is the day that you have given me. I'm able to wake up and I'm able to breathe. I'm I'm alive. And so this is the day that you have made. that I'm gonna give this day to you." So I will start with a word of just very short prayer and just ask the Lord to take over this day. And I get off my bed and doing routine things, like mm-hmm. you yeah. um, said. The important thing is that even doing all the things that we're doing as routine, but God always has a purpose for for us to go through that very day. Mm-hmm. So that could mean maybe it's a client that you're meeting with this day or occasionally you're seeing this day or a student for myself that I'll be interacting with this day and, you know, there's something that's going to happen that that will cause me to, you know, to really, really, really call on God's, uh, His presence. And so I need to always rely on God's presence, even if it's been just doing the routine stuff every single day. So I think that... um, um, Where I work now is a school where I actually work with people who are not believers. And that really opened a lot of opportunity for me to share um, who I am and what I believe. And Mm -hmm. um, I just see that, you know, every day when you just be intentional, you're going to your workplace, you're going to, even dealing with my kids, I have to be intentional um, just Mm -hmm. to know that each individual will have to have their own day Mm -hmm. to go through. And God's purpose for them on that day. Mm -hmm. and don't take too hard when things don't turn out the way that you expect or you plan Mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes when we plan a lot Mm uh things will still happen unexpectedly Mm -hmm. but i have to say look god you have your way in this i have to trust Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. so that's where i would take my day Mm
4: -hmm. i have to agree with Alice, like not to that god has a plan and purpose for you for that day and not to worry that he won't take us any sooner than he plans to. So if we just don't worry about those things and know that he has a purpose for us, then we will go about our day uh, serving him. Um, And I was going to say, we don't know when our last day. Only God knows. And if we have a constant relationship with with him, like he's Mm -hmm. going with you everywhere, which is, you know, which if you have the Holy Spirit with you, he is living the life with you, then I feel there's nothing to change anything, really. You're, you're going about us, and you have him with you. So um, I don't look to... I mean, we know that death is inevitable, but how we live our lives can be up to us, like the day that he gives us, the time that he gives us.
0: No, I like what you're saying. I, I think someone said, like, how would you spend your last day or something like that? And then they're oh, what do I do or something? And then it comes to the Christians, like, I would just live it like any other day because it shouldn't make a difference because it's my last day. I should rav- uh, ramp up my, my g- hot holiness or whatever. It's, it's, you're, you're doing it already. So uh, I like that, what you mentioned for that. so Okay, let's, let's end this topic. Uh, let's go back to another fun question. All right. Uh, one person asks, who is your favorite superhero and why? <laughs> You don't have to be spiritual about this one, or I would say Jesus, but uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but maybe Marvel, DC. I'm
3: a big Batman fan.
0: Batman, ooh. And the
3: reason why is he's the only one of the few superheroes who do not, who does not have superpowers. He can't fly. Uh, he can't. He doesn't have lasers shooting out of his eyes. He's just a, a really disciplined and very uh, capable guy, just generally on his own.
0: What about like Iron Man or like Ant-Man? They're, they're regular too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying.
3: Oh, <laughs> Batman's what I grew up with and what uh, was fine. noteworthy when I was a kid. And Christopher Nolan just really ramped it up for me when he made these things. <laughs> that's
0: good. I, I can't argue with that one. No,
2: yeah, I, I I really don't have one, because I remember I was talking to one of these guys one day, and we were talking about superheroes, and I don't even know the difference between DC and Marvel. What? <laughs> and, and it's true. So, but I know Joyce has <laughs> <all we> did <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Batman. Is, do you know what Batman is in DC or Marvel? I don't have
0: a clue. You know a clue. It's the one that was on TV with that Robin guy, and you know, in the underground cave. And they're on... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. growing up. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know.
2: see the movies. So <laughs> i so, do a movie marathon or something. Yeah. I don't watch. So go ahead.
0: But you
4: do. Yeah. Um, well, mine has to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh wait. Do you know
0: Wonder Woman's in D.C. or Marvel?
1: Um, it's D.C. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay.
4: Well, because she... Well, now she's smart and wise, um, and she's been... She's, like, actually half... I <laughs> guess God, half goddess and half women. Hmm. So she, she gets both worlds and uh, she's beautiful inside and out um, by how she cares for people and she has compassion for others, but um, she's also a fearless warrior and I love the scene. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but where she's she's told, like, no one steps into no man's land. Is this the oh, Gal
0: Gadot? Go, gal, gal, that one? Ooh, yeah, yeah. She, That was and, a good movie. You know, that was a good movie, she, guys.
4: She, she <clears throat>
0: She didn't even flinch, She's like, it doesn't matter, I need to go in and see um, the village that this... I don't. She went... Yeah. Phew, 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 phew. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the scene that just <laughs> Yeah, everyone in the audience was like, whoo! I was like,
1: wow, this is crazy!
0: It's good, it was a good movie. I think it was the, probably the best DC movie so far. So, my
1: favorite
0: is Black Widow. Black Widow! Um, she uh, doesn't have superpower. very
5: capable. Um, Sometimes
6: I can identify with her because oh. I'm always good, sometimes really bad. Try to be good. I don't have one. I'll keep Lester Company. <laughs> I <don't
0: have> <laughs> All right. Batman, Wonder Woman, and you know they're making a Black Widow movie? Yes. I saw the trailer like yesterday. It's like 23 million views. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys want to watch Star Wars, Star Wars is coming up December 19th okay all right back to all right this question topics about prayer and lessons with god all right one person asked has there been someone you've been praying to god for for a long time if so would you be able to share a bit on this journey or any of your thoughts well
3: i say um alice and i were praying for the same person um and that is her mom uh, well, actually, uh, mom and sister. Actually, um, her sister, though her though her sister's testimony brought her to Christ, uh, she kind of fell mm-hmm. away for a long period of time. And Alice and I were uh, just praying to God that she would rekindle that um, that relationship that she initially had. Uh, for mom, she is very much uh, your accomplished career woman, so it's hard for her to get past the. Uh, I have to do something to to prove my worthiness uh, kind of mentality um, and leave it all in Christ's hands. So we're seeing now that God has actually, in the last couple of years, has really been working on her and how that has been... Um, she's left and right. She's facing different challenges that she never thought there was uh, something that she would have to face. Mm-hmm. So. so just to
6: add to that, uh, in the midst of... <coughs> Because I see my mom almost, I would say three, four times a week, and uh, when we get together, you know, before I was okay, I got to just brace myself and go in to talk to her because I don't know what kind of comments she's going to have, and that would just kind of, you know, like I wouldn't know how to respond to her for comments. But as I'm growing and just again, how Lord just really prepares me for this and towards the last couple years, I have really just been able to going to see her in peace and not worrying about what she's going to say about me, or about my family, about anybody else (coughs) in our lives. And um, it has been a journey, and I believe that the Lord knows our hearts. Especially when you pray for someone that you truly love and desire to pray for, the Lord will answer that prayer. And, And through the prayers that you submit and you offer, God will actually align your heart with His desire, His heart. And you will be able to see the fruits. And little by little, even just a baby step, um, it means a lot to me. So now my mom to a point where she can just break down crying in front of me. And that was it. never happened before. But she sees me as a friend. And she sees me as someone that she can trust. And I'm just really grateful for that. And, um, yeah, just keep on praying. And uh, the Lord will just guide us along the way.
5: Um, It will be my husband, Lawrence. Um, We've been married for 14 years. We dated 9 years. Um, I'm hoping one day you will believe the Lord. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Let's see.
4: For me, it would be my father. Um, I was raised in a Taiwanese family, so uh, they came from Taiwan and really brought the um, family culture of believing, you know, mm-hmm. ancestral worshiping, uh, Buddhism. So um, when I came to the Lord, which was in my early 20s, I really wish my parents would be believers too, so I began praying for them but it's really hard when you're especially your child and your parents are non-believers, you know, it feels to be the opposite, they should be teaching us to be, you know, Christians, believers, but I had to share with my parents, and especially my father, he's a physics teacher, so he is even harder to share the gospel because he wants to see proof, you know, he wants to see, you know, like physical evidence, but um, for me, the best way for me to share with him and pray for him was just my enthusiasm. When I come back from church, I would say things like, "Dad, the pastor spoke so well, and you should come and hear for yourself." Because I would I would be terrible to tell you exactly what he says, but he would relate to you, and you know, I would just be enthusiastic. And then he would just um, start to wonder why my daughter has changed so much. And I think just the fact that I changed my character I used to be very impatient and used to be prideful and walk out in front uh, you know when he get angry at me I would just leave the house you know and um, yeah it would be really you know friction between us but when he saw I would humble myself and come back home even after our arguments he he could tell like something's changed about her and he wanted to know more about that so that to me is like the best way how you can show through praying, and also demonstrating through being a living testimony to your own parents. Well, for me,
6: for my parents. So. Can I ask something too? Actually, just when Joyce was sharing, I thought about my dad and all the things that I and I have been doing along with our boys. Uh, you guys, most of you guys know our boys, and um, so my parents watch them grow, and then they see how they grow. You know, just be respectful and. But so my father, we've been praying for my dear for over 20 years, and the things that um, the last week before he left this earth, um, you know, I... So he, he always supported us going to church. He knew that church would be good for the boys. He never said anything. And when we invited him to come, and he was, oh, no, you, you know, it's okay. You do your things, and you don't have to force me to go to church to believe what you believe. But at um, the end, um, well, the way that we live our lives, and I I really see how God just orchestrated this thing all through the last 20 years where... We've been praying for his salvation, and so sort of on his death, uh, deathbed, and actually, um, Pastor Jeff, our um, pre, uh, uh, what's it called? former uh, Mandarin pastor, came to share the gospel with her with him, and he actually accepted the Lord at the moment where mm-hmm. um, the gospel was presented to him, and yeah. he was Amen. he also got baptized on that very day, and a week later yeah. he just he went back to the bathroom, went home to Jesus. Wow. So just, just to let you guys know that you know all the things that you're doing now. You might not see the result of fruits, but everything that you do, the way you live your life, the things that you say, like Joyce was saying, like even your attitude, how you, the decision you make, you, you will, they are impactful in certain way. It's just that you might not see that now, but keep on doing what's right in God's eye, and you will be honored when time's right.
2: Yeah, you know, there, I think so. there, there are two things that come to my mind. One is, um, um, my, my mom was uh, always a very ill person growing up and, and unfortunately um, she took very ill when we were late in our lives and had surgery. And there was a point she was hospitalized and I remember we were talking to the doctors, when can she come home? And their answer was, we're concerned, well, he said, we're worried if there's anything even left in her brain or she'll even be home, you know, eventually at all. And, you know, we were devastated thinking, oh, she's gonna be home in a, a few days or a few weeks. And so when we said that, we just, you know, We feel like we're going to be losing all hope. And we continue to pray for her and really, really felt like God had more time for her. And he did. And he allowed her to come home and she ended up living at home for 18 more years. You know, with a clear mind and a clear ability to communicate with us. Um, She was disabled, but she was there with us. And and we thank God for that. And we know it was the power of prayer, of the other Christians praying for her, kids praying for her, and and the love of those around her that helped her to... um, really sustain, and we thank God for that. But another one that really comes to mind, maybe as a hope, like what Alice was saying about her dad, is um, my grandparents. My grandparents were non-Christians. They were immigrants, and they had seven children, and they thought one of the best things to do was to send all these kids to church because they figured it's a good, safe place. Mm -hmm. They didn't believe in God at all, but they knew it was a safe place to send them. So all seven of their kids became Christians, went to church, and my grandparents did not, uh, one of the kids ended up becoming a missionary. The other one married a pastor. So a lot of them were very integrated in the Christian church. And I remember on the day when my aunt, when she was in her 50s, stood up at our church and shared the fact that she'd been praying for her parents for 40 years, and they finally became Christians in their seniors. Wow. And they came to know the Lord and love the Lord, and at our family gatherings in their 80s, learning how to pray you know, for the family. And it's wonderful knowing that after 30, 40 years of prayer, when it seemed hopeless, like you were saying, 20 years of your death, that for all these encouragement, you know, you may be the start for your own family, just like mm-hmm. Joyce was for her family, too. So continue, if, if there's any of you out there continue praying for your friends or family, it may not be answered tomorrow or in the next few years, but if, if, I hope not, but it may be
0: 40 years, too. So. No, oh, thank you, guys. Um, I don't think many of us are forty. In this. I mean, I maybe yeah, maybe check. some, maybe some. Um, I don't want to count anybody out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really a uh, so sharing that you guys for your lives. No, I'm talking about the audience. Um, Sorry, yeah, I'm bad. Uh, uh, but yeah, how for them who they're praying for are individuals very dear to them. Like that, would literally, blood. Your husband, your your parents, that. It's not too far from the family tree, so thank you. All right, last question in this topic. uh, uh, How have you put God in the center of your relationships, like with your spouse or friends?
6: What was the question again? How have you put
0: God in the center of your relationships, like with your spouses or spouse, sorry, mm. or friends? <laughs> I'm just reading what it okay, said, spouses. guys.
1: <laughs> we're not Mormons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with your spouse and friends. Okay, there we go.
3: Um, well, at least in our family, um, and Alice was the first one to do this. She started going to BSF, and I think that's one thing that has drawn us together. Not only as a couple, but also as a family, because our boys have been in BSF since they were in preschool. Um,
6: Do you guys know what BSF is? Bible study fellowship.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a Bible study organization. Actually, they're worldwide, um, and uh, they have great studies uh, every uh, every year on books of the Bible. Uh, so, in one year, in one year from September to June, uh, May or June. Uh, depending on the calendar, uh, they, we go over one book of the Bible, or a couple. And uh, that has really drawn us together as a family because we're reading God's Word together, learning together, sharing our thoughts, sharing what we're learning together. And that really challenges us to really keep each other accountable, um, uh, calling to mind uh, lessons that are learned. And are we straying from those lessons or are we actually in line with those lessons?
6: especially when you're in conflict with each other. God's Word through Bible Study Fellowship really help. at least helps me to really, just like the question says, how how do we um, have that God-centered relationship? Because especially when we're in conflict, <coughs> we always think about, oh, I'm always right, he's always wrong, or how come the kids don't listen to me? How come they I have to repeat myself like three, 400 times before they, they move to whatever three, I ask them to do, you know? Yeah, it's it's you know I mean that's exaggeration by the way, but anyway, it just you know how so how do we live a life in our family that is actually God centered is is based on that it's based on God's word and uh, everything that even when we are in conflict with our children we always tell them you know, mom and dad are not always right, mm-hmm. you know we're in this together and if something that we have said that really against you or like it make you feel that we put you down or it was not true, you know, that we misunderstood you, we misaccused you, you have to let us know, because we are not God and we will make mistakes. And, and there's time that, actually a lot of times, that we, we always ask for forgiveness, because, um, yeah, Gurira and I, were not perfect. And we're very grateful that our, um, that God is in the center of our family. Yeah. Good.
0: I've, I don't think I've ever had my dad ever say that, or anything like that and like, uh, I'm wrong. So just to hear that, is, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, we're wrong. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe maybe some of you guys can relate to me. I don't think I've ever heard my parents say I'm I'm wrong or ridiculous. Ask
6: my boys. How many times did mom say that she's wrong? <laughs> uh, Four hundred times. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um. Does anyone want to? I can try. Um. Even
0: my husband is a non-believer. Uh The decision
5: we make. Um. Uh, god center my children goes to Christian school, we also go to
1: Awana
5: <laughs> and church, um, because this is the right thing, and uh, it probably helps that I most of the time make a decision for the household. <laughs> so, uh, so he comes to church too, and I'm really excited that he actually asked me, can he goes to a, uh, uh, a small group fellowship. Wow. Usually he asked because he saw I had a schedule conflict, and he was like, okay, I gotta ask, and oh. he did, and I said, oh. yeah, I will. I'm nice. That will be the first time in all these years that going wow. to church, and coming to fellowship. Wow. That he um, actually initiated
0: that. That's That's wow, praise God. Do yes. that. That makes me fired up hearing that. I don't know about you guys. That's
6: crazy. 14 years of prayer.
0: Wow, God is good.
4: Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh. Well, for me, putting God as center of my relationships has to start with me, Mm -hmm. um, with my decision to be grounded in God and having Mm -hmm. Him indwell with me. Um, If I can balance myself with, um, you know, like I don't want to just spend time only with believers because, I mean because my life could be that way where I would be in studies all the time, and mm-hmm. just search, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I know that there's so mm-hmm. much work to be done out there to reach the unreached, mm-hmm. so I need to be bold and not mm-hmm. be fear, uh, fearful of mm-hmm. what others, you know, in, in the secular world mm-hmm. I think. Like, so I just start to build my relationships, even if it's just the surface level, but then Mm. I slowly, um, you know, ask questions. I'm a good person to ask a lot of questions. You Um, hear that? Yeah, yeah. you hear that. (laughs) Yeah, I never answer like a straight answer. Like people often (laughs) say, oh, do you you have um, next week available to go Um, for lunch or something? I always ask them. Oh, what is your plans or what, where do you want to go? So I don't answer yes right away. Sometimes I want to find out more about the other person and then, and then proceed to set up the date. Real,
0: real question. So someone asks you a little off of where you, where do you want to go eat? What do you say?
4: Well, what, um, what makes, what makes you happy? No, with us you decide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you, and the you, truth comes know. out. <laughs> 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 right, right. So, yeah.
0: I mean, that's one of the hardest questions. That well, yeah. When I
4: when I make meals too, I like to ask my family. I pull them, you oh. know, and, I, and then I get a sense of what they like and what they don't like. But sometimes it's good for them, and I say sorry. This tonight is (laughs) vegetarian so you ask these yeah awesome you know I add spices to it because they like it hot you know so
0: thank you all right uh, we'll go to a a fun question and then we'll go to the next topic all right this one's I'm not joking I'm, I'm reading this word for word if you can be any type of water a body Example: River or ocean. Da, 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 da. What would you be? I'm not. I'm saying. I'm literally word for word. If you could be a, uh, any type of water body, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming ice could be there too, or like gas or vapor. But yeah, this is this was a legit question. Any type of water body, river, ocean. I got. I, I guess it's not the matter of state. I don't know. Yeah, what would you be? Yeah. I want.
6: Yeah. Who asked that question? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if that How person's you
2: know? here. Okay, I don't really have an answer, but I'll tell you. Actually, you touched upon something interesting. I actually enjoy water. I actually enjoy fishing. I enjoy lakes. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the neatest places. I really enjoy, and everybody voice noise is the Mammoth Lakes area. I mean, just going up to the Sierras. My favorite lake. I mm. know yeah, you didn't ask me. Was um, Little Virginia <laughs> up in in the sea- High Sierras? If you've ever been there, it's a beautiful alpine lake. There's no services. There's really nothing there but fishing. Um, and it's a little hiking lake around. So the answer is I love the Mammoth Lakes area. Okay, right. so not a body of water, but the whole area. So
0: that's my answer. <laughs> I hope that satisfies this person. <laughs> it's not a state. Okay, my answer is nothing like his. You should
1: know. <laughs> my answer
4: is nothing like his. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, mine would be a water fountain. Wait, <laughs> like, a drinking because, water fountain or just like well, a water fountain? No, just a, like a fountain. Like as USC's as water fountain?
0: Um, <laughs> um, or waterfalls. Oh, waterf- waterfalls. Oh. waterfalls, That's water different fountain. than a fountain. Fountains well, okay, boxes. Well,
4: I, the thing about water fountains is they recycle water. So they don't waste water. Um, they make people happy, right? And you can make wishes in them.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Isn't that yeah. a wishing no, like, well or a pond? Okay.
5: No matter
0: whatever you
5: think. <laughs> all right, that, that works. Cool. Um, for me, it's actually um, Loughlin, uh, Loughlin in Scotland, Scotland, all those river turns into gigantic
6: lakes. Those are my favorite. Nice. Wait, are we asking what our favorite? <laughs> <is>? <laughs> but I want it to be. I want to be, be, want I to be? be confused I'm, here. I'm
0: to <laughs> <each type of> do <laughs> <Sorry>. water of <laughs> That's okay.
6: I got a question. I'm
3: just playing around. I'm sorry. around.
6: I don't have one. I'm sorry. I didn't think. sorry. I have to be honest with you. I didn't think of this question. I'm sorry.
0: I don't think anyone could have thought of this I'm question. <laughs> no, no, no.
6: I mean, I didn't think hard enough for the, to answer this question. Um, I'm sorry. That's,
0: that's okay. All right, Ray. Do you sorry, have any questions? No, I don't. I have no. I don't know. I really don't know. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that was a fun question. That was, a, that was a definitely a different one. All right. Next topic and then uh, two more. All right. These are ask yourself questions. so. Ah, oh, this was really interesting. If you were to meet your 20, 30, 40, basically your younger self, what are some advices, thoughts, encouragements you would tell him or her? Oh. You start to talk to Joyce. She okay.
6: says everything written down. She "Just
4: well. You know what's cool. It might, okay. Let's see. If I could talk to my 20 year old. Gosh, I would really stress, for me, this is for me, to learn a second language, specifically Mannerism.
1: It would have been great to communicate with my relatives in Taiwan,
4: Um, yeah, that that was one of my kind of regrets. But, you know, I mean, we're here in America, so I made it work, you know. But I think I missed out a lot of good conversation, and especially knowing, like, my grandparents, Mm. um, not being able to find, not knowing them more than I love you and the food is good, and, you know what I mean? Like things that are basic. And I envy a lot of people who can speak the language and I, and I always tell young mothers if they have um, uh, babies or whatever, are you speaking to them in Chinese? Because I really think you should because I, you know, I missed uh, um That would be my 20s. Um, also, I would have taken more business classes because uh, I was a math major. More science, I feel like business would have been really useful, especially when I knew later on I was going to run a business. So <laughs> definitely taking basic taxes, accounting, things like that. Um, also, I was a single. I was single in my, uh, and came to the Lord in my 20s. So I would have gone on more short-term missions, and mm-hmm. go see the world more, and not be uh, jaded in you know in a bubble. Mm-hmm. I did get to go to Mexico. Um, Tijuana, but that's only like, Tijuana. yeah, it's dangerous now, but <laughs> yeah. I did get to go on a short-term mission, but I would have highly I would have gone to some of the ones that are provided here at Ghana, at, at
0: this maybe, maybe one more before you go into the next topic. Oh, one, more, one more person to, to answer.:
5: Sure. Twenties? <clears> toned <throat> down a little bit a little down. lot. Of. Lots um, not so rebellious. Um, listen to a little bit more. Uh, that probably will save me a lot. In my thirties, um, stopping stop being so angry at my parents. Uh, that one was that was one of the uh, other regret in my life, uh, in my thirties. Um, and don't afraid to, don't be afraid to fail. Just a little obey and um, you know, think about other people more than just always think about yourself. Anything mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, I'm um, just looking at the clock. All right, this one's probably the most asked topic. I have so many questions, and it's on the topic of dating. You guys put a, a lot, a lot, I almost said another word. Uh, and yeah, we're going to try to go through as many of these as possible. Uh, feel free, not everyone has to answer, but there's a lot. And you guys really want to know about dating, and... You guys are all married, so I think you guys can uh, just say a little bit about that. So, uh, yeah, the first question though, a lot of people ask: How did you meet your spouse, and what was your first impression of them? Maybe just one side of the story due to time, but or at least if your spouse is here, yeah, how did you meet your spouse, and what was your first impression? Let's, let's, let's do the guys. What was your first impression of your wife?
2: Okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ago. I thought my wife was... Um, okay, she wasn't my wife then, okay. When I, when I didn't even meet her, I saw her from a distance, and I thought she was great looking at the time. Ooh. And then we didn't talk for months. And then when, I, and when she and I finally chatted, it was great to know her, and then I finally had a boyfriend, so... But, but it was still great. I, I still thought she was wonderful. And then... Um, a few months later, they broke up, and then we started dating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so exactly. were you observing from far away, or like I'm waiting, and then, and then you swooped so, in? I'm,
2: but to be to be honest, though, you know, we we did I meet. Mean, it was a progression. It was over time, and um, it was we finally did have a chance to talk over a Bible study and spend time and getting to know each other, and. But it did all happen at church. And the point is, is though, I did see her and... <laughs> it's okay. it's and okay. well, you know?
6: Yeah, were you praying very hard while she was dating the other
2: guy? No. Oh, okay. I'm just asking.
6: And, and I'll be, I'll be honest, because that's
2: not the way I ever looked at things. I mean, I really Honestly. looked at it if, if God was going to have in front of me. It's not like I'm praying and targeting it. <laughs> <somebody>. <laughs> and, and I really didn't. You know, you didn't even ask this one, Calvin, but you, know, you had this question about a checklist thingy. That that um. was never one of my type of things, and I don't know who asked that question. Uh-huh. But um, because uh, it was, you know, other than being a wonderful Christian gal, I mean, that was about where it is. I didn't know. I, I was waiting to see and be surprised what God was going to bring into my life. Yeah. So um, so were you surprised? I, I, you know, I, I think God surprised me by giving me more than I asked for. So I think that was wonderful. Amen, brother. That's good. Yeah.
4: Okay, let me give you a little background. (laughs) I was 19 when I was dating his other uh, brother. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was much older, like 26 or 27 or something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was probably pretty too young to be dating (coughs) that early. But uh, needless to say, he wanted to move things a lot faster than I was. And I couldn't see myself, like you know, like, meeting the parents, like, at uh, that age, you know, fast, and, and fast. that sort of thing, yeah, oh, so, so um, I decided to, you know, we need to break it off, because okay. I can't promise, even in five yeah. years, if you wanted yeah, to developing. say, yeah, yeah it, your, your at, he asked, yeah, so like, when, or how long, you know, and I was, like, I don't know, five years, ten, years, you know, like, I because I was 19, Yeah, right? that's really pretty young. so, yeah, and then, um, so, yeah, it only lasted about 10 months, and then, I decided to stay at the church because even though that church was mm-hmm. his church, mm-hmm. I at first thought it would be awkward if I stayed there. Yeah. But a sister, uh, who who became my first mentor actually mm-hmm. and discipled me, she said to stay to stay at the church and to just really be involved. So I did um, with the college group, yeah. and I joined the core team, and then I joined the Bible study, which was at his house. Mm-hmm. So that's where yes. God led me to. <laughs> and then after the Study. It was a co-ed study, I believe, and then mm. he would walk me to my car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. And then, so but, you know, nothing, the then, just make sure that I'm <laughs> safe, just to make sure I'm safe, right. And then, um, then, one day, I had a meeting with my, my discipler. She wanted me to memorize the, mm. the Bible, the list of the Bible and everything. And I get a phone call, and basically, this is a smooth, really smooth line, okay, by the way. Take notes, guys and girls. What's this he line? Says, oh, I enjoyed our conversation so much by the car, I thought we would continue it over
1: dinner.
0: Wow, that's Whoa. pretty smooth. I oh. the Lester Yeah,
4: that's and it's so that's smooth. That's pretty smooth. And then, you know, of course, remember.
0: I'm... <laughs> he doesn't remember. And
4: then my disciple, <laughs> <cycling laughs> who's sitting there, like, I, I... I didn't know what to say, I guess, you know. But anyway, of course, I said yes, and then we went on
1: our
4: first awesome. Yeah.
6: Well, no, thank you. And the
0: All rest right. is history. All right, Uncle Ray, what about you? And then we'll go on to the next question. Oh, by the
6: way, listen, learn. Brothers, hope I was studying in your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope I was studying in your house. The next community groups. That's a
3: good Okay. My first impression of Alice when I first saw her was, oh, she's really cute. That's uh, what I recall. What was the fraud? <laughs> you don't believe him? <laughs> he oh, never told me that. I oh, really? No. Go Why? ahead. Go yeah. Continue, please. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: okay. So, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you the Clifton version. Yes. Very. I have a very detailed version. If you want to ask, you can come to me later. Uh, basically, we got each other... We, okay, we were working in the same company. We got each, we got each other in trouble with the GM. The general manager? Well, office manager. Oh. Not really the GM. Uh, it was a small mom-and-pop shop uh, company and uh, the office manager saw that we were kind of socializing too much in the office (laughs) so what it boiled down to was um, she says we need to talk and I said yeah I think we should so we went to we went out to lunch and it turned into a DTR and and to to uh, said said very uh, briefly I told her that I liked her, she and I asked her, would you be willing to take our relationship to, a, to another, to the next level, to, to, to be a dating couple, and she said yes, and w- without hesitation. Without um, hesitation, is that
0: true? I think so, yes. Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah I think
3: so. So that's basically how we, we got started. So we, right. we started dating in May of 97, I proposed in October 97, we got married in January 98.
0: Wow. wow. So All in, in wow. one year? Yeah. Awesome. All right. I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> uh, okay. What <clears throat> should you look in a godly brother or sister when dating? Basically, are there any recommended checklist items, mm-hmm. I mean, Uncle kind of, you recommend achieving or slash having prior to seeking out to date? Seriously.
2: Okay. I, I'm going to go back to what I just said. Okay. <laughs> um. I, I'm not fond of, of checklists, unless they're very, very short, to be honest. Um, I, I'll take an example. Most of you guys don't know my brother, but my brother um, is, um, had a checklist. Um, Christian woman, um, American-born Asian, um, English-speaking, great family here and everything else. Oh, and he's tall. He's 6'1", so he went to yeah, his height. So he married a five-foot woman born in Taiwan who spoke Mandarin, and, um... She a Christian. Oh, she was a Christian. So he got the one on his checklist, but everything else dropped off. So my point is, is if you have one, at least, um, you know, you guys stay with the essentials. You know, because I I look at checklists like, like, like guys sometimes look at, at floats at a parade. You know, so you guys, a lot of you guys are waiting for a girl that fits everything, like float. And it comes by, and you're waiting. Oh, that one's missing, that one's missing, that one's missing. Before you guys know it, the parade's over. So, <laughs> you know, when, when I think some of the most wonderful can have come by. And, you know, I'm saying vice versa for the girls. You know, you know, oh, that's so and, funny. And, I've never And heard of this so, I'm just saying, be realistic and careful. There's no one here. Look amongst us here. None of us are perfect. I don't think anyone's going to make some top 10 but checklists I, I, for each other.
6: Add, that's very true. But I want to add this that. Just like uh, uh, Lester was saying that, there are non-negotiable yes. items that you need to, for example, he or she is a true believer of Jesus Christ. That's definitely not negotiable. And you have negotiables such as height, or what language she speaks, or he speaks, or what, you know, what family background that mm-hmm. you know, so <coughs> I think that just want to make that clear, because I, when I mentor my girls, I tell them to have a checklist, <laughs> negotiable and non-negotiable, so mm. let me show clear. Okay. Thank you, I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> Go
4: ahead.
6: That's awesome. I mean, if you want
0: one more, you can do one more.
4: No, I didn't really feel like I had to have a checklist, but um, I don't know. I think there was a bit of an age difference, like I said, when I was dating I that, that other person, um, and I felt uh, immature, like, I wasn't treated like equally, yoked, I guess. You know, even though we were both believers, um, he was just so much more like knowledgeable and just. I, I I just felt like a kid next to him, and I was a kid, you know. So when I met him, and I didn't give my first impression. I thought, you know, he already has. He probably has already taken. Like, you know, I just felt like, you know, this good-looking guy should have already a girlfriend. So I didn't. Think even that was a possibility, so that's why I was a little surprised. That surprised he called you me. Mean. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so I think also not to have that expectation, mm-hmm. like oh, I really have to have that ideal person. I mean, I have to say, like uh, once we start dating, I'm like, oh, he yeah, has a cool last name. Maybe my last name that we might name. Oh, you already say <laughs> Joyce. <a lot> of- <laughs> 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 how many? How many? <laughs> it is a pretty but cool it, last name.
0: Yeah. But-
4: I know. And actually, we try to avoid using it at restaurants because um, it uh, tends to be too memorable. Or we get, um, we get um, comments like at places. Um, yeah. So we usually say, party of five for Lester. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. okay. No, that's fine.
0: No, thanks for sharing. All right. Um, I know it's nine o'clock. If you guys need to head out, feel free. Just to do so quietly. But we're got, we still got a lot of questions for the dating things. But uh, we won't have discussion groups, so we'll continue with this. And afterwards, we'll have we'll have snacks. So, all right. Since you guys talked about it a little bit, yeah, very clear and simple. Someone asks, what are your thoughts on dating a non-Christian?
5: Well, I guess that's me, right? <laughs> uh, I date. I think according to my grandma, nephew. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, it, but he's a little bit younger. Uh, my grandma commented on me that i probably dated the United Nation. It's true. <laughs> um, all types of religions. Uh, I did all that. Those are more like the rebellious day. If I can advise myself, Christian is very important. That is like one thing that not negotiable. The other thing is that person, is it making you happy? Is it cherishing you? Is it supporting you? Is it the same for you to him or him to you? Mm-hmm. I think those are the important elements that are
0: any thoughts on dating a non-Christian?
3: I'll say the same thing, kind of echoing what Karen said. Um, An example I have is my cousin was dating this one non-believer when she first was telling me uh, about him. She said, oh, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. I said, stop giving me his resume. I don't care what he does. He can be a busboy in a restaurant for all I care. Show me that he's going to give you his heart. Show me that he's going to be willing to die for you. And then you, uh, then I'll respect him. If he's not going to do any of that, if he's just into it for himself, it's just for for, just for the sake of dating. I don't really want to know. All
0: right. So I guess the unanimous answer is no. All right. uh, Next, next best thing. All right. What is the best way to approach? Oh, approach asking a sister. (laughs) No, okay. This is what it says. It says, "What is the best way to approach asking out a sister slash brother out from a biblical perspective, brother perspective?" Oh, let's just say, guy to girl. Um, direct contact, recommendation via a friend, in person, call, text, etc. Yeah. What are some ways to approach a sister?
3: To ask. I guess uh, you can I also. Think what Lester did was already good. That already. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't hear it. Like,
2: yeah okay okay I, I'm gonna make a comment honestly um, I I think all the guys and I'm gonna speak more directly to the guys you know I'll be preach and it. Preach it. And and Hanley's probably not gonna appreciate anything I say but it's okay. <laughs> say it. Okay um, honestly guys I think you guys have it easier than 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 most of us who are as old as me growing up I mean in, in my day there were only two choices you either ask them in person you ask them by the phone and the phone was the worst thing and I'll tell you why you'd have to go through who.
1: The parents.
2: parents. I mean, you guys know, no cell phones. The phones were connected to a cord, sitting in the kitchen. You either had to ask their mom or dad, you know, and hopefully she's home, and they don't leave a message with your name or something. And you know, it was the most horrible, humiliating thing. And I thought I was so good at this. I remember, and and um, would never be turned down. I remember I was showing off to my brother. I was in college. And and I he never was into dating. I said, Here, I'll show you it's no big deal, I'll ask so someone so well. And I remember I and I called up this gal and to ask her out and I got turned down right there in front of her. So you know it's not as easy as it sounds. Um, but anyway, my point is for you guys, and I'll be direct with you guys, I, I I think it's so much easier, but I think for most of you guys, I think the most important thing is you guys have to be more intentional. Uh, I think sometimes guys are not very clear on being intentional. And, and and also, you guys also be realistic and, and feel the situation out. I mean,
3: um, what's the best way to, um, in the words, get intel on the person?
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, face it. You know, there are some gals that are going to be better matched up to you. And I'm not just talking about Christian, but in terms of also your interests and and, and the way they think. So. You know, um, yeah, I think sometimes you have to feel those things out and try to get to know those commonalities to each other. But I, I think I think a lot of the guys have to be more intentional. And, and now, in terms of the best way, I don't know. I don't even know what I would do these days. Um, social media scares me. I wouldn't do it that way. I texting Ryan, texting sounds <laughs> horrible, to be honest. Um, so I don't know. I, if, if I
3: were in your era, I'd probably ask them out directly, but that's me. So. I think that's nice. Anyone else? I also think just ask them face-to-face. Yeah if Mm -hmm. you have any true feeling for the person, you're going to be willing to put yourself on the line Mm. for that person. So, I I mean, I I just, I don't, I mean, we, Alice and I use text, we do all all the stuff, but, I mean, I think when you really want to say something really important, you always do face-to-face.
6: I think just go with a very, um, I think the question here says very well, what kind of perspective, oh yeah, biblical perspective so you think about it. Um, courting, getting to courtship is basically, you know, you will show, um, interest in each other, and you would want to get to know that person. Like Lester and Ray was saying that you get all the commonality first together by, being around with each other in the big group setting, right? Mm-hmm. In the fellowship or in, uh, serving together, you have to know that person first before mm-hmm. you actually approach asking her, out on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, and then you will see, okay, you know and see if that person has the same feeling towards you and just be honest and asking her and mm. respectfully. I'm sure the if the young lady who has the you know, who has that common courtesy and also also is very respectable and she was say yes or no, um, uh, politely, you know, and thank you for your interest or just say, Oh yeah, mm. you know, like Auntie aunt Auntie Joy say, Oh, that's very good, smooth line. I, yeah, we can continue our conversation <laughs> over dinner. I mean, you just ask. I think that it's it's quite alright. Nice. And I I believe that young ladies here they would love to hear from the guys. Uh, they'll be flattered when you when they are asked to go on the date. Yeah, am I right? Yes, I'm right. <laughs> okay. Wait wait, 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 wait. That begs a question. Okay. Um, this is
0: this is my question. Uh, what if like a sister really likes a brother, but the guy's just clueless? Is there any like you can throw throw hints like hey I like you? I'd be open to go on a date All the with girls you. Ask like, the yeah, questions. I am I'm, I'm assuming this is the person asking sister slash brother. Because I I I get it, the guy, we gotta, we gotta just ask, just ask, just go. But for the sister, what if the like, oh I I like this guy? How do I
6: What sh-? do you think, Pastor Henley?
3: Sorry. I don't believe in these are, I believe in DTP. That's what I do. I dropped I, I, I the proposal. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> right, don't a pastor. you
1: a
2: pastor. Oh, um, <laughs> I agree with Leslie. I mean, I, I think guys are sissies. I, I, I
3: think you just kind of go for the girl and just embarrass yourself. And, I mean, I was a pastor, so I, I basically said, look, I'm a pastor, so I can't afford to give you the wrong impression. So, you know, um, if, if, if you're interested, I'm going to talk to your dad. And when you graduate from college, I'm going to propose. <laughs> and uh, you, you know what you're getting into. Look, I work here, I'm a pastor. <laughs> uh, I asked Pastor Jackson for permission. He said I couldn't, you know, it's just very clear. And, and she didn't talk to me for three weeks. She <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a boyfriend. shock. And eventually uh, she came back, I called the parents, and I did that, you know, directly and said, because of the age difference. And so I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. I don't believe in any harmony, although I I it works for everyone. So more power to you, I believe in election.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, i, I one for you, and if, if you miss every shot
1: you don't take, right? So. But, well, what if so the guys was... clue
0: this? I, I'm just- I'm just saying... I mean, you're trying to... <laughs> 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 Alright, I, I guess... But for the girl, like, just throw little hints, like...
1: Yeah, I
3: uh, think Do something. Yeah, I think that kind of falls into what happened to Alice and me, so this is part... What? What? <laughs> <speech. laughs> what? <laughs>
6: Which part I do not remember. Wait wait. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. okay go on go, okay. on, go on, go
3: on. They're all my witnesses. Okay, go on. okay. This is this is this is. Okay, so, um, so we were working the same uh, in the same company. She was in the marketing side. I was on the QC side, quality control. So I'm in the lab, and I noticed that she is always coming into the lab and she's talking to me. Uh-huh. Okay. But I was trying to think. Okay, she's just trying to be friendly.
6: I was talking to Susan, not you. <laughs> oh, wait! Let me finish the story. Let and that's story. where I
3: say getting intel is very important because she, Susan, is one of her bridesmaids. Right, right. She eventually spills the beans to me because she also notices that hey, you guys are spending a lot of time together. Are you guys doing anything? i like, No, not really. I mean, I you know I wasn't trying to get my hopes up, but. One time, she comes to me. I'm passing by her, her lab window, and she has this frantic look on her face. She says, "Come in, come in, I said, "What? What is it?" She says, "I think you have a girlfriend." So, so Alice likes you. I said, "Really? Okay, that's cool. That's that's good." Hey. I was very, <laughs> <glad>. <laughs> but that I mean, that forced me yeah, that, that that because I mean I did I, I like I said when I first saw her I thought she was very cute I but I wasn't sure if she would. Uh, be interested in somebody like me, so I went, and so I tried to be as emotionless as possible. had not all these things come about, then I probably wouldn't have had the courage to ask her out eventually, but eventually I did. so, yeah. so
0: have a sister say it for you?
3: Well, for it, it helps to have common friends who can give you hints.:
0: write that down. All right, cool. I hope you guys are liking this. I'm loving this question. All right. Um, Next one, okay, this one's a good one. Uh, yeah, what, is, what if the person I am dating is a faithful Christian but has very diff- different practical life goals that I am not comfortable with right now? Should we continue dating and see how things go or stop dating completely and only reconsider dating if the goal aligns in the future? That was very wordy. Uh, but basically, yeah, practical, like you're, you're not in sync right now, you're not comfortable. Should they still keep going for it or stop or stop and then reconsider in the future if they come back?
3: So similar or dissimilar life goals? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I think that's what the question is asking. Practical life goals,
6: yeah. Very different practical life goals. So for example, it would be something like, one would want to go to become a long-term missionary, the other mm, one does yes. not. I mean, doesn't feel called to do.
0: Right? Oh, that's, that's
6: one scenario. That's, a, that's one scenario, right? right? I'm just trying to... Yeah. So I'm out loud. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. what other practical life goals would there be? Yeah. So that's one, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, let's say that they want... Let's say they're, they're long-term missions <coughs> and they really want... That, and that's a big thing for them. And the other person doesn't have that desire.
6: Because we've known a couple, of, like when they were <laughs> first dating and even got married, the husband did not feel the call to be a pastor. But after they got... <coughs> after they engaged... And um, actually they got married, and the husband felt called to be a pastor, and the wife, it mm. was she was kind of concerned at that point. So anyway, I'm just mm. thinking aloud. But um, mm. I would say pray together. I would think that when it comes to life goals, uh, maybe that's like my double your age. <laughs> I feel sometimes things can just change overnight, or just you know, I mean, like again, you plan so well, but sometimes. God would just call you to do something different. Um, so I would say a different practical life goals, I would say, be honest with each other, like what you really feel like how God's calling you to do or to accomplish uh, in the long-term goal, share that with each other, honestly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pray together as well, you know? And I think that your individual relationship with Christ mm-hmm. is should be, um, should be, you know, should be the first priority. You know, um, mm-hmm. before your relationship with your significant other, like in mm-hmm. this case, your, um, you know, the person you're dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that again, seeking God's will together. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, be honest with each other, and then seeking God's will together. Mm-hmm. And I think that I believe that the Lord will show you whether you will be you should mm-hmm. you should be together or not, because you will start. If not within God's will, you will see the difference that will mm-hmm. become so much more evident, and that your feeling. F- Towards each other will also be different. Mm-hmm. Um, in that way, in that sense, yeah.
4: yeah. I'm gonna say if it, um, if your focus is on what am I gonna get out of the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, instead of what can a, that person's mm-hmm. um to give to that person to bring out the best potential of that mm-hmm. person, like if that person is meant to be a pastor, but you don't want to marry a pastor because you know it's gonna be. Pastor's wife, and this and that, but you know, if you think that way, like how that impacts you, rather than then you're really not loving that person, you know, unconditionally, like you're not having really Christ like love to, to that person. So, I think you have to evaluate yourself like, are you willing to give up? Like, it's not so much giving up, but like how much you want to care and love that person to help that person to bring the best out of that person, you know, and their life goals might be mm-hmm. just that, something so different. If you truly love and care for that person, you will, you will change, your heart will start to change, mm-hmm. I think, I believe that God mm-hmm. could change mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your own life goals.
0: So how long do you wait for that, your heart to change? Like, I think that's the question, like how hard, you, you guys time You gotta
4: or? just, um, you know, trust God, you know, from the time that you, okay. you know, meet that person and you mm-hmm. start fi- feeling the strong, uh, strong feelings for that person, okay. and start to pray, ask God, you know, is mm-hmm. this something that I'm being selfish and wanting him to change to be more mm-hmm. along with what I want in my life goals, and not so much for his life goals? So you just
0: say when you have a sense of peace about it, like then that's kind of answer Then if, if you, you feel that to peace, to that? yeah, then okay.
4: you know, maybe if anything, if you don't feel it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. to yeah. To be husband yes. wife, but you could be a good supportive friend mm-hmm. for that person. You know, mm-hmm. it's still it, at the end, you still want to end up being yeah, how yeah. God calls us to be is good. You know, love our neighbors. You know, mm-hmm. love them like mm-hmm. yourself. So you want to, you know, <coughs> help them to grow as as Christians.
0: Okay, well, thank you.
5: Mm-hmm. I think I'm looking thinking about that very similar to. I agree to all you said. Um, recently, there's a young lady asked me a similar question, but um, it just the life depends on what type of life goals you're talking about, uh, long term or is it job wise, moving to the East Coast, or you know, uh, there's many things mm-hmm. to it. Praying is one powerful tool that you can use both of you together, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's not you don't you may not share the same passion for hobbies or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, but like what Joyce was saying, how much you want to give him that relationship? You, I mean, in my case, like how much does he cherish what I wanted to do? And mm-hmm. how much I want to support mm-hmm. him in what he wants to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that giving part, when you find joy in that, mm-hmm. I think that's the
0: moment. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is really good stuff guys. All right, we'll have our last question and then I'll close it. Okay, uh, for dating. How long do you recommend dating before getting married? Well, I didn't know that was that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
6: it's, it's well, we different we, we met. Oh, you
0: were fast. We uh, were fast, fast. and uh, then Karen was what nine years?
5: Nine, nine years. And then the last
0: six years. Six years. I guess for the audiences, I mean, I guess there's no timetable. I think ours
4: was a little long, but you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, his mother got really, really ill, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it did. You know, had we have to sometimes put things on hold to take care of things oh. that are happening. Okay. Life, you know, And, you know, a lot of my friends encouraged me to date other people, actually, because it's like, you keep waiting, 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 you know, but I felt in my heart that this was the right man.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's
0: so sweet. <laughs> You're so, lucky, man. Yeah. Oh,
4: wait, lucky. He knows. <laughs> he, knows <laughs> he knows. I wait for him, and um, that's why I knew in my heart that um, when we marry, he will devote, you know, we will be devoted mm-hmm. to each other.
0: That's so sweet.
5: So first, I don't want to get yeah. tied down, so...
0: You did not want to get tied down? Oh. Mm. Okay. So, if you told your 30, 20-year-old self, would you say, well, would you just tell her that, with that attitude? Should, should have waited longer. Should have <laughs> <should laughs> <we laughs> <should we laughs> waited longer. <laughs> Dang! Okay!
6: Yeah, for us, it's different. Actually, opposite to what uh, Lester and Joy's um, experience. Actually, Ray's father was terminally ill. Uh, when he first uh, when he proposed to me, and um, also Pastor Jackson has to actually finish our premarital counseling in six weeks, which she told us he's never done that before. Usually... Um, it should be six months. Yeah, six months, not six weeks. Um, but he was gracious enough to um, complete that with us, and by God's grace that we're still together. <laughs> God, it's so good. 22.
3: 29. I know.
0: 22. Yeah, how long have you guys been married for? Already? Uh, 14. Mm-hmm. One year older.
6: 27 <laughs> 27 yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. 27, yeah and then you said yeah, 22. 22. 22 go on 22 I'm so old that's okay
0: will be your turn up here someday what'd you say? It'll, well, be, it'll be their turn up here too oh I thought you were pointing at, like it'll be your turn I said. <laughs> like what would you point at? <laughs> <laughs> what do you enjoy so, so alright cool anyways uh, that wraps it up so if you have any questions or stuff uh, feel free to ask them but yeah it's a blessing to have let's give them a round of applause <laughs> Again, this is 100% of uh, you guys tonight. So uh, for the next IT, we'll be going into 1 Thessalonians. Uh, Gabe will be preaching on that. But with that, one we'll want to pray us off. And then, yeah, there will be uh, treats and snacks outside. So let me pray for us. Uh, dearly Father, just uh, thank you so much. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for your goodness and your, just your grace and your love. And the ability to have this panel, Lauren, just having mentors, disciples who love and care for us uh, from... Six months of serving in IT all the way to seven to the inception of IT Lord that you're so good to us in providing these older brothers and sisters I pray that the fellowship as we continue throughout the week uh, still be rich and as we go forward in this month of December of this holiday season that we remember the reason for the season and as we go and just share your goodness and your love that we know that we're not in this alone we have mentors we have older brothers and sisters in this church that we can run this life the uh, run this race of life together uh, to bring you the glory. So thank you for this time again. Jesus' name Amen.
1: Amen.